I talked to a student recently at one of our woke college campuses who said she's required in every class to introduce herself and to give her pronouns. Well, I'm Ted Cruz, and my pronoun is kiss my ass. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. It's the Friday free-for-all eve. That's right. It is Christmas Eve tomorrow. It's the eve of the eve, and I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. If you love America, if you love the Constitution, if you take a great deal of pride in the Declaration of Independence, you are a true American and you love culture. You love our country. And for those out there, folks, they're offended when you say Merry Christmas because you're not including everyone else. Oh, that's just too bad. I am all about tradition and culture in this country and who we are as a people. I do not accept the new paradigm of hate America. That makes things better uh, because it hasn't. It hasn't made things better for anyone. So once again, Merry Christmas. I'm going to continue being who I am, folks. They cannot change who I am. They really can't change who you are, but you can if you wish. You can deny yourself. And so many Americans are. They're denying who they are. They're being silent. They're pretending to be someone else. That's not who they really are, folks. You see, you can make someone do something. You can attack them as a person. But you can't change who they are. All they can do is hide inside. Right? Hide inside, never getting to be themselves, never experiencing life the way they were meant to experience it. Do you accept that in your world? Well, I tell you what, I don't in mine. I truly don't. I have had it with these people and them trying to take my world from me, telling me what I can and can't say, where I can and can't go. Think not what I want, but only what they accept. Well, they can stuff it in their ass. Right? They can put it in a pipe and they can smoke that all day long. As far as I'm concerned, this is America. If you don't like it, you can get the fuck out of here. Now, once again, Merry Christmas. Uh, <clears throat> there's a group of people out there, folks, and they have for generations stood for what is right, and they're willing to stand in the gap, in the doorway between the good people and what is wrong, and that is our military. Like The military doesn't follow you down the road and screw with you and make you pay taxes. They don't, they don't show up behind you and give you a parking ticket. They're not trying to make you obey them. The military is here to protect you. They serve us. And uh, I want to put out a special thanks to everyone who serves in the military, has served in the military, and plans to serve America, the free people of America. Now, there's another military that's being developed right now, folks. It's an America or a military that hates America is communist and wants to destroy us. It's incredible that there's two militaries, but I've got a story for you because I feel warm and fuzzy on this Friday free-for-all eve of Christmas Eve. I've got a great story. I saw the picture before I read the headline. And I thought, hey, toys for tots. That's my brethren, the United States Marine Corps. But it wasn't about toys for tots or some toy drive or fundraiser. It was about 
Leathernecks protecting America. Damn right, Leathernecks, Jarheads, Devil Dogs, Marines. In a Los Angeles mall, folks, a, a smash and grab pile of thieves were running through and smashing and stealing. But uh, Marine recruiters, along with other members of the public, decided they weren't going to have that shit. And so they tackled and held them for arrest. So I saw the picture. It was fucking awesome. Fucking staff sergeant standing, while wearing dress blues, of course, and a sergeant standing over these punks that were being held. Looked like a corporal was also holding one of the bad guys down. It's damn good to see, folks. And it felt really good. Really damn good. Now, <clears throat> I hope you've got an opinion about that. Now, when I was uh, uh, shooting my teens, that's when the Marine Corps started Toys for Tots, right? Which is a great, uh, well, it's a great promotional thing for the Marines, but it's also got public exposure and showed, yeah, right? That's what the military is supposed to be. It's about protecting people and stopping crime, not being afraid, right? I doubt these Marines had weapons or sidearms on them. They're recruiters. They're not on the street policing people, but they're just like everyday citizens. They're just tired of the bullshit. So God bless them and Semper Fi. Unbelievable what's going on out there and shit. In every big city while BLM was running around screwing with the world, right? Citizens were stopped from doing anything about it. They weren't allowed to. In fact, they were punished for standing up to these scumbags while the scumbags were allowed to attack everyone, their businesses and police. I'm not going to tell you I want the Marines on the street fixing things, folks, but I can tell you right now, there's a whole lot of us out here, soldiers, Marines, sailors and airmen. We're out here and we live as veterans, right? And God help the little Cretans, right, that break the law in front of us. In fact, uh, just last week, and I didn't cover this story then, but I was just reminded of it, uh, <clears throat> and a former Marine, an older gentleman, uh, ended up saving the life of a... Uh, a restaurant worker who was being robbed. You know, he saw what was going on, approached the subject, uh, ended up taking a bullet, dying, but uh, saved a life. It's so hard to explain to people the importance of life and liberty. They're one and the same. If you're alive, you should be free. Free to think, say, and act as you want, as long as you're not hurting anyone else. You should be free. And if you are not free, you are not truly alive. And there it is. Unlike Jen Psaki, former White House lying uh, mouthpiece, I can circle all the way back to an idea and put a period on the sentence. It's about freedom and liberty. It's about America. And at this time of year, right, this, this is when it really hits home with me. It really hits home what they're trying to do to our country and they're destroying our culture. I went, went folks, I went and looked on YouTube, not on YouTube, but uh, I went on both Netflix. I was at a friend's house on Netflix and Amazon. There was no listing anywhere for Christmas movies. The most I found was holiday and the movies on that weren't even Christmas. They just junk. Where are the Christmas movies? Unbelievable.
they're taking Christmas away from us, folks. They're taking our culture away from us. And by the way, this is just like any other Friday free-for-all. It's just Friday free-for-all Eve. So get your questions down below. We are going to pepper. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to pepper. My questions, your questions, my questions or thoughts, your questions and thoughts, your comments, your statements, your things. Merry Christmas, everyone. Let's talk about everything that's going on. Uh, Jolene, do we have someone we want to pop up on the board? And I think we just might. We do. It is Oregon Patriot. And Oregon Patriot happens to have the keys to, uh, <laughs> to not only bold uh, lettering, but also italicized. He says, hey, guys, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone. Hopefully 2023 will be better than 2021 but I'm not holding my breath. I'll tell you, Oregon Patriot, the one thing I'm looking forward to in 2023 is waking up more Americans, waking up more people of the world and saying, hey, better freaking wake up. Shit is not good. It isn't. We need to wake up and protect our country and our culture. Our country and our culture, our culture is our country, folks. Our culture is based on freedoms, our American history, our liberties. That is what our culture is. Let me give you a taste of where America is going to be. Right In France, in Paris, right? Paris, France, right? Three people killed. Several are injured. Well, the news story goes on to say that the gunman was Kurdish. So a Kurd in Paris. More rightly and aptly, uh, he is a turd. Right, This Kurdish gunman kills three. Folks, Christmas in a non-Christian culture is not Christmas. We're told we're supposed to respect other cultures, other religions, right? We as Christians are supposed to respect uh, the Jews, we're supposed to respect the Buddhists, we're supposed to respect the Muslims, we're supposed to respect everybody while they crap all over Christmas. There's no respect for Christmas, folks. We're supposed to celebrate Ramadan and, and, and you know, not do anything. Allow them, folks, respect their desire and ability to turn to the east, right, towards Mecca and pray and not interrupt them. And, oh, my gosh, right, don't offend them a bit. I'm talking about all cultures, not just the Muslims, folks, all cultures, what has made the West great has been our culture and our humanity and our law and our respect for something that is greater than ourselves, and that's our rights. And that's being taken away from us by the very rich and very wealthy who don't want us to think about ourselves that way. They want to keep for themselves protections in place, but take from us everything that we hold dear. Good golly. Now, speaking of taking everything away from us, this was a really, really big deal. I was wondering if it was going to happen, and it's here. You could call it Snowmageddon, if you wish. I call it taking away our rights. Already, folks, 12,500 flights have been canceled and delayed ahead of Christmas. 
We haven't even gotten to Christmas. It's not even Christmas Eve. It's, it's free-for-all Eve. And already they've canceled and delayed 12,500 flights. Why? Why? I mean, aren't all the pilots, if required, juicinated? Haven't they got number one, number two, and all their little boosters? There should be all kinds of pilots available. Making that overtime, that double time, that holiday pay on top of everything else. They should be more than excited. Yet 12,500 flights canceled. This comes, folks, on the historic heels of the airlines already canceling thousands and thousands of regular flights. People I've talked to say, well, you used to get on a plane and it would be, you know, three quarter full or half full and that plane would take off and leave. Now every flight is close to being booked, booked out. They're taking flights away from us so that we can't travel. They're packing the planes and charging even more money than ever. Funny how this all works, huh? Interesting how this works. They're taking away our right to travel. Folks, this is not evolution. This isn't progress, but it is progressive socialism. Progressive socialism takes from everyone. And, well, those in charge keep it for themselves. 12,500 flights canceled days ahead of Christmas. I, I mean, it's incredible. I, I realized, and it was airline... Uh, travel, I think, that finally woke me up to why the super rich hate us so much. Hate us little people, right? The the regular rich, the middle class, and then those of us who are poor, they hate us. They absolutely object to our living. I realized it because I used to get on a plane and I would pass people in first class and they just hated seeing us get on the plane you know, the rabble of the world, right? Hey, I'm not the one who put first class seating uh, up in the front in such a way that everyone had to walk by and stare at them, right? And I noticed that one time, at least the one time that Hillary and Bill Clinton had to fly commercial and uh, the looks that they were giving people, they hate us. They don't want us having what they have. And I realized that's their problem. We live too well. If we want to fly somewhere, well, we could. If we wanted to go to another country, no problem. The average person could afford it. The average person could afford to live well, eat healthy. What are they doing now? Well, they're telling us we can eat bugs, worms, feces, and human flesh. That's where they're pushing this. You don't get to have a car. No, no, no. Right? You get to have an electric scooter. That's what they want to reduce us to. And traveling... The right to travel? No, no, no. You have to obey them and their rules. This is where it's going, folks. I don't like to be the bearer of bad news, but this is what they're giving us. Do you see the world getting better? No, I don't know. I certainly don't. Let's do this, though. Um, it is, folks. Well, it's free for all leave. I want to hear what you have to say, what you're thinking, what is big and important to you. Jolene, what do we got next? Well, we got Chin Music, and thank you again, Chin, for the uh, the Thursday Night Zoo Super Chat donations last night. Uh, that was terrific. I've got a bottle of 
good scotch coming my way. I really want to thank you and others, everyone who is so generous. Uh, also, um, Uman, I'm sure, is going to share with uh, Bonnie Blue something very special <laughs> with regard to the presents she gave us. Um, and Uman, uh, he, he kidnapped me here. Had a great time with him last night and some other friends, Nikki. Uh, just, just a wonderful evening. And we entered, we entered an ugly sweater contest, and we got creamed by this guy that uh, wore a sweater that was so outrageous that there was no amount of antics or screwing around that Uman and I could do. But uh, anyways, I had a nice evening out. I got a lot of rest today, which was terrific, slept in. And then I saw the news and thought, wow, what a pile of shit. World they're trying to give us, and I want our old world back. So Chen Music says, we just had a Christmas drag show in Austin. That's Austin, Texas, folks. That was advertised as all ages and family friendly. It was some sick ass shit. At what point do we actually stop putting up with this? Well, I'll tell you what, Chin. Uh, there are many levels that we can um, uh, object to this. Number one, you can call the business and tell them that you will not only refuse to eat or drink in that establishment, but that you are going to start a campaign in social media using the thousands of people you come in contact with to discuss their business and why they should never go there. Number two, you can follow the Missouri rule. That's right, the Show Me State stepped up and they had an all ages uh, drag show. And they called the state police, they called the local police, and I think they called the sheriff's department. And they said that young children are being exposed to sexually explicit material, which is against the law. It is sexually explicit. They're also uh, serving alcohol in these establishments. There's some questions there that I have. I know I have uh, a hail from California where their alcohol beverage control, the ABC laws are very strict, right? Um, but maybe they're not, sh you know, serving alcohol in these uh, all ages, family friendly, perverted shows, but they certainly are perverted and they're getting worse. They're not getting better. They're not moderating themselves. They're not stepping back and going, yeah, maybe we should back off on this. In fact, they've admitted, absolutely admitted and come out and said, they're trying to destroy the family. Once again, it's an attack on our culture, our faith, right? A belief that humans can be better, that we can be better collectively and as individuals, right? That while nobody's perfect, we should be better. Being a perverted sicko, right? Not a great thing. It really isn't uh, great, even though they want you to believe that how great they are. But I'll tell you what, Chin, um, social media campaign against the business, calling law enforcement and say, do your fucking job. Find the law that talks about exposing children to sexual content. Right? There are laws against that. And you can't say that some guy, right, uh, performing filthy sexualized dancing is not sexual. It's just disgusting. Anyways, number three, standing outside their business. Chin, 
and everyone else standing outside their business with a sign calling them what they are. They're a bunch of groomers, they're a bunch of perverts, and they're a bunch of sickos, right? They've taken what they once said was, let us what we want to do. Let us come out of the closet. What we do in our bedrooms, our own business. We're not hurting anyone. We're not hurting anyone. Remember when these, these fucking sick bastards made that claim? We're not hurting anyone. Now, I know there, there are many gay people out there, and I know a lot of them, that they're not these sick, perverted, I mean, just off-the-hook freaks. But these people that are doing this, they, they really are. And it's not just these drag queens that want to perform in front of children. right? It's other people like this story right here. Uh, in Maine, that's right, the, the state of Maine. I bet most of you didn't even know Maine was a state. If it wasn't for uh, Olympia Snow, we wouldn't know that Maine was a state because it's so off the beaten path. Maine, practically Canada. Well, a school social worker in Maine, this uh, ginger freak, I think he's 26 years old, a graduate student, is not qualified not authorized to talk to kids about the topic he was, but guess what he did? He, he talked to, he counseled and pressured, as far as I'm concerned, a teen girl to flatten her breasts, right? The binding, right? To hide your breasts. I don't want to be a girl, right? I don't want anyone to know I'm a girl. I'm going to, they're shaming women's bodies the same way they're shaming men for having a penis, for having testicles. They're shaming men for wanting to be men and act like men. They want they want boys to stay boys. Right? They want boys to take puberty blockers, girls to bind their breasts. Well, get this, folks. Remember when I just said just a few minutes ago, these these radical leftist scumbag communist freaks said, "We're not hurting anyone." Well, <clears throat> Binding, folks, is dangerous, and it is harmful to young girls. Same with weenie tucking. That's right, taking your nuts and your, your dick and shoving it up between your legs into your ass, uh, not good. Everything that the left, folks, these socialist freaks push, everything they push on the kids is destroying kids. It's destroying their lives. It's destroying their fortunes, their futures, and it's destroying this nation. Let me tell you what binding does. When a girl binds her breasts, that is, clamps them down tight so they're not visible, it can cause <clears throat> a litany of negative effects. Are you ready for this? We're not hurting anybody with what we're pushing. Uh, rib fractures, shortness of breath, chronic back pain and chest pain, bad posture, overheating, numbness, lightheadedness, fungal infections, and I'm sure bacterial infections as well. Uh, way back in 2016, right, a study found that more than 97% of people reported at least one of 28, folks, 28 different 
negative side effects due to binding. That was in 2016. Oh, oh, well, John, it's six years later. They figured it out. Oh, they figured it out all right. Everything they do hurts people, hurts the country, hurts children. Oh, no, we're teaching children to accept their sexuality with these drag queens. No, you're not. You're teaching them and promoting the idea of destroying who and what they are. Boys should be boys. Girls should be girls. Because that's what they have between their legs. Unbelievable where they're taking this country, folks. We're not going to hurt anyone. We just want to live our lives freely. They're not about that. They have a radical agenda, and it is destroy America. Folks, what do you want to talk about? Jolene, bring it up next. Who do we have next? Ah, we got Bonnie Blue 2 a <laughs> And uh, thank you for the, the awesome sweaters. It was great. We... Uh, I had Oliver and I had a ton of fun. It was great. And uh, thank you for the great gifts, Monty Blue. Uh, she says, thank you for bringing up the winter solstice aspect. I respectfully disagree with you about it being okay to celebrate the solstice base holidays and assigning them to Christ. Continued. And continued. <laughs> the Bible is very clear about not worshiping Yahweh in the manner the Gentiles, pagans, worship their gods. Okay. Um... It is Christmas time. Now, let's go back to the very beginning of um, uh, the first part of Bonnie Blue's thing. Okay. Uh, she says, it's being okay to celebrate the solstice-based holidays and assigning them to Christ. Um, I don't know if it's okay. I just know that that's what happened. Uh, for me personally, I'm not going to tell anyone how they have to worship. Um the reason I am that way is not because I accept everyone else's as genuine or correct, uh, their religious beliefs, their religious practices. But who am I to force my will upon others? Now, humans throughout history have played this game to both degrees. They played the game where they're intolerant of any belief system other than their own. And they're even willing to use martial force, that is military force, war, and killing to force their values, their views, and their religious principles on others, right? Uh, today, we have the um, hardline radical Muslims who consider anything uh, that doesn't follow Muhammad's teachings to be, um, well, wrong, right? So they, they, they fight and kill anyone that they can't convert, so I consider that very wrong. Uh, on the other hand, let us go to the other extreme. If we allow everyone to believe whatever they want and perform and act however they want, we end up with something like we've got with these fruitcakes out here who think that, well, because their belief system is that they should be able to have sex with children, these minor attracted persons, that, well, there's nothing wrong with that, and therefore they should be allowed. Right. And if I said, well, I accept your view and I accept that it's it's a OK, you know, everyone should have their own viewpoint. So I'm not going to bother you. You just go ahead and be the person you are. That's it's not quite right, because someone is being injured here. Someone's being injured. Right. So there's a difference between being free and having the uh, the ability to hurt others. Um, there's got to be some place that works in there. 
when anyone is injured or harmed, and especially children, the innocence, right, is what's happening here. Innocence being attacked. So going back to what you said, Bonnie, uh, it's okay and I accept that you disagree with me uh, about something or anything, you know, <laughs> that's good. Uh, but solstice-based holidays is what the pagans and Europeans uh, believed. You had the Norse way up north. You had the uh, the Celts, and uh, you had them. You had the Picts. You had the Goths. All kinds of people. And Christianity worked its way up through, and it it introduced the concept of Christianity, and it adopted their times of the year. Um, I don't know if that's okay, but that's what history has shown us has happened. And at that time, it wasn't a Protestant church. It was the Catholic or universal church that did this. They adopted these other times of the year. They adopted these other times of the year to help celebrate and bring everyone into an accepting role of Christianity. You know, is that wrong? Well, it's not for me to judge. Did it hurt people? Well, I can tell you, right, the, the, the Christians uh, back in, uh, well, times of uh, the Crusades and then after, right, they, they killed other Christians that didn't believe enough. They killed non-Christians that didn't believe properly, right? It's a lot of killing going on. So I can make the argument that, well, um, it's probably a good idea not to be killing everyone. That's really not the best way, right, to lead by example. So I say, okay, who's leading by example in this world? Well, Jesus was supposed to be a great teacher, correct? A prophet. Uh, well, uh, a rabbi? He's called a lot of different things in and out of the Bible. But if you look at him as an example, well, he spent time with tax collectors and sinners of all sorts, I don't think he was there to condemn them to their faces. They wouldn't listen to him. So he probably tried winning them over with his political, his uh, cultural, his spiritual, his religious philosophy, right? His, his mind. He probably made very persuasive argument. Anyways, I know, yeah, we're, we're not typically a religious channel, but rather one that says, you know, you have the right to be free and you should. It's interesting, though, right? If you actually take a good hard look at uh, the religions, a lot of them are uh, astrotheology, you know, couched in various cultures. It's, it's interesting. But what I do know for absolute certain is that evil knows no bounds, knows no restrictions, and will use anything it can to take advantage of the people and take control of their lives. I think that is, um, uh, how do I put that? It's an incontrovertible fact that evil is always there to, well, right, to never let a crisis go to waste. That's right. Anyways, what I have for everyone is a, uh, everyone who is my brother or sister, right? What I have for them is acceptance and love. And for those who are not my brothers and sisters, I do not. And it's obvious to me who they are and who they aren't. And to continue to have great discussions and uh, have a philosophical understanding and to make an argument or debate over what is right and what is wrong, I think that's great. 
but uh, our culture right now, as it stands, is being condemned. It's not about the solstice and what the Catholics did to uh, bring Europe into line with their uh, with their culture and thinking. The war we're in now is not over the best way to celebrate or worship the Almighty. Now it is about destroying everything that is good and decent and replacing it with, um, how do we put this? A very evil empire, indeed. That's what they want to give us. So at this time, right, I, the rest of the arguments about what is right and wrong are superfluous because we're not arguing about whether you need to be a Lutheran or Episcopal or Southern Baptist. Now we're going to end up arguing about whether or not we have the right to live and breathe. That's the argument that's in front of us. How you celebrate Christmas and whether or not you do doesn't matter, right? If someone's got a gun to the back of your head or their hand in your wallet full time telling you what you can and can't buy where you can and can't go, and what you can and can't believe. We've got quite a battle ahead of us. So keep making your arguments. Keep your faith strong. And understand, folks, we've got one hell of a road to hope. Okay, and Bonnie Blue, thanks again. It was good, good time last night, uh, and uh, it's always nice to, to hear from you. Let us move on, though. This is, uh, this is very interesting. This is a little bit of history combined with politics that I think is very fascinating. Zelensky, Voldemort Zelensky, came from Ukraine over to the U.S. And he's been heralded as the new Churchill. Oh, he's fighting for liberty and freedom. No, he's not. He's not fighting for liberty and freedom. But that's what they're trying to say. He's the freedom fighter. He's the leader of their country. He's resisting the great evil the way Churchill fought and resisted the Nazis. Well, there's another person, folks, who was given the same treatment. He was the leader of Vietnam. His last name was Diem. Diem, folks, was Vietnam's Zelensky. He came to America, the United States of America. He went in front of Congress. He was heralded as Vietnam's Churchill. DM folks ended up murdered and Vietnam ultimately was lost to America's enemy because America lost its appetite to support the Vietnam War because America lost political will. It was unsustainable against what was happening. Is uh, Zelensky going to be DM'd, right? There's a little difference here, I think, between Vietnam and Ukraine. And that is that Ukraine is being used in a lot more ways than just providing a drug trade, even though I'm certain that's part of it. It's a money laundering scheme. It's an energy racket. It is unbelievable, folks, how intertwined Ukraine is to the World Economic Forum Europe and America and the games they're playing. <clears throat> but ultimately, folks, can we afford to keep spending hundreds of billions of dollars a year? Right? 
not all of it's going to Ukraine. Yeah, we're getting a lot of uh, what graft, kickback, payoffs, bribes, extortion money, racketeering, right? As, as people like Big Joe gets his 10%. People like Mitt Romney on the Republican side are selling everyone out. Same with Mitch Turtles McConnell. But what's going to be the end game? Ultimately, ask yourself this question. Ultimately, ask yourself this question. Joe Biden backed out of Afghanistan after we sent our military in there, soldiers, Marines, airmen, Navy, sent them in there to get rid of the bad guys, only to ultimately abandon it, abandon even the military, abandon the, the Americans there, abandon our allies and the people of Afghanistan to the Taliban. At some point, folks, how long will it be before the United States government says, eh, we've had enough of this. We got what we wanted out of Ukraine. We're done now. We've got something different or better in mind. Ultimately, what's the end game between Russia and Ukraine? And Zelensky, folks, he's going to end up in a dung heap, a dustbin, a dumpster, a garbage pile. That's what I think is going to happen. All right, uh, let's let's... Switch gears again. Let's go with what you guys want to talk about on this free-for-all eve. We got Oregon Patriot back. And get this. This is an indictment against the rich. He says they hate us. And I don't mean the rich, like the guy that lives down the street that drives the uh, Maserati or has the, the Bentley. Uh, the super rich folks. The uber rich. They hate us because they're unhappy. And we are very happy, even though we're poor. As poor as we are, we are very happy. We're living a good standard of living. Now, I brought that up, and Ed brought it up for years. 100 years ago, 120 years ago, 140 years ago, the, the super rich, royalty, aristocracy, the corporation owners, guess what they had? They had ice cubes. They had ice cubes whenever they wanted them, folks. They had forms of air conditioning. And if they didn't have air conditioning, they had the money and the ability to go where cooler air in the summer was available. And they had plenty of energy in the form of coal and wood to heat their homes in the winter, whereas the poor really struggled and were miserable. 110, 120, 130 years ago, health care. Well, the poor didn't have it. But the rich, they had doctors. Now everyone has doctors. Isn't it interesting how back when Obama was El Presidente, it was about access to health care as a human right, and nobody should be able to take it. Yet now it's not a human right. You can't even go to the doctor unless you uh, have a good excuse. Your insurance probably isn't going to cover jack shit. I've got friends, folks, that are paying bills that are outrageous because their health insurance decided they're not going to cover them. What, what has happened? They want to take all of that away from us, our right to travel. They're unhappy to see us happy. We have all, folks, as poor as we are. We have televisions, microwaves, ovens. We have hot running water, cold running water, flush toilets. We have air conditioning. We have heaters. And it is all very affordable, even for the poorest of the poor. So here we are. They hate us. They are unhappy, folks, because 
The only difference between us and them is how nice a car they have or how big a house. But truly, they're unhappy, miserable fucking people. They truly are. This was a big deal, folks. I know it is free-for-all Eve. But I never want to let the real messages languish. This is very important. Time to take a wild freaking guess, folks. A nine-year-old boy. Nine years old. From Ontario, Canada. Guess what? He died suddenly. Guess why? Blood clot in his brain, which is a mega stroke. And sometimes you have a stroke, you just have part of your brain affected temporarily or permanently. But when you die from a stroke, folks, a blood clot, blood clots cause strokes. Right? If you die from a blood clot in your brain, that is huge. How did a nine-year-old boy develop a clot so massive that it cut blood flow off to his brain and he died? Can you imagine? I mean, it's I have all of these thoughts in my head. As a child, they used to have, they used to advertise aspirin and Tylenol. They used to advertise vitamins for old people, right? Geritol. They used to advertise pipe cleaners. That's right. If you got a clog in your sink, you need Drano. And it would show this clogged pipe, right? And you pour the Drano in and it would dissolve the stuff and it would, you just see this big clog moving through the pipe, you know, the cartoon pipe. And uh, so you visualize what our arteries look like in our bodies. And it takes, in the world of plumbing, it takes years and years for junk to build up and constrict and constrict and constrict, right? And the same uh, was taught to us about heart disease. Ah, in your 40s, in your 50s, in your 60s, your arteries can narrow down, right? Because they're getting packed and filled with sludge and junk and bad stuff, you know, life. And if a big chunk of that breaks loose, you have a stroke, right? Nine-year-old boy. He's not been on the planet for decades and decades and decades. He's not even grown up. His arteries should be getting bigger with age as he grows. Nine-year-old boy, blood clot. Can you imagine inside his little veins, junk accumulating, globbing together? What could cause that? What could cause that? Right Here's another child uh, gone. No Christmas. No more birthdays, no life. That's what these people want, folks. They want death. They're literally merchants of death. That's what they're selling. And you would think that no one would be buying it. Well, they are. And we were told, folks, if we can save just one life, it's worth locking down the planet. That was back in 2020. How many people died of cerveza bug? couple hundred thousand. We needed to change the world over that. In 2021, folks, 106,000 people, according to the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, says 106,000 people died of drug overdose. 
You find that believable? I do. We're supposed to be worried about just one life, yet drug overdose. What do you think is going on? Where do you think these drugs are coming from? Who is making money off these drugs? What drugs are we talking about that people are ODing on? A couple of years ago, we talked about how there is enough painkiller in the state of Ohio alone for every person there to have enough to, for a, what, it was six times, 600% availability of painkillers in Ohio for every man, woman, and child. Unbelievable numbers, how much drugs are out there. Who's pushing the Jim Jones juice? It's all the same people, folks. It truly is. Well, let's do this. Let's get off of my good news train. Let's see what you guys want to talk about. Jolene, who do we have up next? We have former Mustang Naval Officer 04, Jocko Semperfy, man. He says, Biden and NATO are bringing us to war with Russia. I've given up trying to warn people. The time for warning and waking up is long past, in my opinion. And as you well know, Little John sends with respect. Little John sends with respect, Marine Semper Fi. Thank you. Um, thank you there. Okay, I'm moving on. Uh, actually, I'm going to add on to that. The Kremlin has uh, made a statement. And continuing to make a statement. Uh, if you could, Jolene, put up the uh, first part of that, that last question, if it's still available. Biden and NATO are bringing us to war with Russia. This is coming from an 04, folks, an officer, naval officer. He's given up trying to warn people. If they're not awake now, um, they're not going to wake up. Uh, what I'm trying to get at, sir, is the people who know in their minds that something's not quite right. They're just pretending to follow this other crap, this rabble, but they truly have the ability to wake up still. I think there's a lot of people who are just in denial, but they could wake up. Uh, I, I've got to have, I've got to have a belief that, that some people can still be saved. But for those who, those who are, well, they've sold out. They've, intellectually sold out and they buy and drink the Kool-Aid full full force, right? Big trouble. Now, with regard to Biden and NATO bringing us to war, uh, I'm glad to hear an officer of the conservative constitutionalist type that's on the same page with me that this is being antagonized and instigated, World War III, by Biden, by NATO, by London, by Paris, by Brussels, by Berlin. It's all of them, folks. Oh, not to mention Davos, Switzerland. The Kremlin says that we're in, quote, an ice age and that the risk of direct war is high. Ice age, folks. Ice age is cold. The ice age is cold, right? We had a cold war with the Soviet Union. They're now saying we're in that phase. That was when we had the threat of nuclear war at its highest. For decades, folks, there was a threat of nuclear war in the Cold War. The Kremlin's back there saying that's where we're at. We're in an ice age of communications. 
and that the risk of war, of in you know direct fighting, is high. History uh, serves both as witness and guide to where we're going, to what's happened. It, it is tough, man. Uh, trying to warn people and wake them up because they just shake their head at you. But people still are waking up, or at least they ought to be. You know, it's Christmas time. This is not the world I envisioned for myself and my family, for my little John or my little Luke who are no longer little. But boy, have we got our hands full with what's happening. Now, I am going to say this, uh, probably, probably hurts a lot to say it. Well, it does. It hurts me a lot to say it. If something bad happens, say some nuclear bombs get lobbed, missiles, ICBMs, and we're going to end up having all of these people who are on the fence and weren't quite sure about prepping or weren't, you know, weren't really aware because they were trying to, they were in denial. All of a sudden, they're going to be your best friend, my best friend, our best friend, and they're going to expect us to just accept them, jumping over to the side of uh, what is right and logical and intelligent, and that we should share with them and help them out. Even though for years and years, they've been in denial and been bullshitting us and lying to us and even talking about us behind our back, basically uh, taking the side that is easiest instead of taking the path that is harder, more difficult, yet the path they should have been on, which is being prepared mentally, being prepared physically. Yeah, we're going to be in an ice age, folks. And if we're not careful, right, we could end up in a literal nuclear winter. All right. Uh, very good. Thank you, sir. Semper Fi. Merry Christmas. Moving on, we have Bonnie Blue. Um, and she says, point taken, you are correct. Ah, Ah, I'm not going to let you off that easy, Bonnie. <laughs> I don't know if I was correct in any of that. Um, uh, it's it's great having these discussions. It truly is. Right? And uh, it's unbelievable, you know, how difficult everything is. You know, from a, from a perspective of faith and belief. It's just, it's incredible that, that we're all considered cannon fodder or disposable. We're deplorable, right? Unbelievable. And I want to thank you again for the great gift. That was really fun. Uh, you should have saw the look on Uman's face. Anyways, uh, I'll move on uh, away from the, the inside information and, and see who else is out there. What you want to talk about. Jolene, who do we have? We have Mikey G. Uh, Semper Fi, Mikey says, will Biden abandon Mr. Z like he did in Afghanistan and pivot to Taiwan? Um, <sighs> Mr. Z, uh, as in uh, Voldemort Zelensky, he is a temporary, um, how do we put this? He's a temporary, I'm going to, I'm going to go back with, with something Bonnie Blue said. He's an idol. He is a false idol. He's being put up for the world to worship. Right? We're being told that you have to support Ukraine and that this is their leader and he is worthy 
of worship. That is working for. To worship means to work for. We should work and pay taxes, right? Which is homage, uh, tribute, paying tribute to Zelensky, when he really is nothing more than a front man, right? Uh, he's a, a political or religious stooge, standing in in the church, right, of government, stands in the doorway and pretends to be the the great savior. And how many times have people called him the? You know, he's a savior. He's he's going to lead us to. What is he going to do, right? Well, he's a useful idiot. Uh, but there could be a pivot to Taiwan, right? When Zelensky ceases to serve a purpose, he'll be abandoned, just like Afghanistan. Now, Taiwan is the next, uh, shall we say, chip or domino to fall, right? It's amazing that we learn, you and I, right here, all of us, it is amazing how we discover in time different countries and different leaders that we weren't aware of, that we become aware of because of, you know, global politics, geopolitical intrigue, we find out that another country is, is being used to launder money, to, uh, it's being taken advantage of, kind of like uh, the Congo, you got children there uh, mining cobalt with their hands in the mud, nasty, toxic surroundings, it's disgusting. Right, but who benefits from that? These mega corporations, right? Mega corporations taking care of uh, taking advantage of cheap human labor, prison labor in China, right? Yet all of these uh, really ritzy dudes and chic chicks run around with their high fashions that are produced by slave labor. But as long as it has that seal on there, Versace or Coach or Louis Vuitton, right, or Yves Saint Laurent. Any of these people, right? They put their logo on it, and that makes it okay, right? We live in a strange world. And I strongly recommend that whatever your faith is, you encourage the strength of it. Whatever your belief system, encourage your strength in it and learn from it. And, um, and hopefully you find your way through this mess that we're in. I wish I had the answer for everyone, but I keep saying that everyone, uh, right? The truth is our own truth our own belief system, right? What's right for me is not uh, the absolute way that everyone should do it, as in prepping and where to live and what to think. And, you know, it, it, there's some general or rather some specific things that are universal. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, right? Means of self-defense. Those are universal. Everything else is very personal. So whatever your personal uh, belief system is, uh, find strength in it because that is so important, right? I myself, I belong to a fraternal organization. I was a United States Marine. I'm an American and I have my faith. Those things are my foundation, right? Layer upon layer upon layer. These are built and that's who I am. And it's why I believe so firmly what I believe, right? Sell your cloak and buy a sword was not the, the words of a merchant sword salesman. That was the words of Jesus. Sell your cloak and buy a sword. Doesn't sound like a lamb. Sounds more like a lion. Right? There are many verses like that at this time of Christmas. Christ Mass. Right? Stand up and act ye like men. It's not just for men with testicles. It's for everyone. Act ye like men. 
not like cowards or sheep, right? Anyways, let us move on if we shall. I think we got a couple more things to go over on this wonderful free-for-all eve. Uh, Jolene, what do we have up next? We've got Bonnie Blue. No one brings up the point the green agenda made Putin strong. The ruble was too weak when the USA under Trump was a net exporter of energy and largely energy independent. That is correct. The green agenda, that is the greening or the decarbonization, right? Decarboning America, decarboning Europe. It made Putin strong. How? Well, because Europe and America decided we're not going to get our own oil. It's bad. It's evil. It's carbon. Right. Instead, the world ended up buying from Russia, from Putin, buying his coal, buying his uh, his gas and buying his oil, which in turn makes fuel, you know, diesel and gasoline, et cetera, kerosene, jet fuel, bunker oil, bunker fuel, heating oil. That has made Russia incredibly strong because the rest of the world, in order to assuage their desire to absolve themselves of their sins of carbon, <laughs> chose instead to buy carbon from someone else and pretend, right, that their hands were clean, white gloves. Sorry, they're not. Now, interestingly, folks, it started out as global warming and then it went to climate change, and then, oh no, extreme climate events can happen, right? We need to get rid of fossil fuels because of methane. No, no, because of hydro, what was it, uh, carbon dioxide. And then they just, it's just carbon, carbon, carbon's bad. Folks, we're carbon-based life forms, right? So fuel is bad, whether it's coal or gasoline or oil or, or now, folks, what used to be called clean natural gas, well, it's not very clean. It's only half as clean as coal. But get that, I mean, so people went out and they started buying electric vehicles, thinking that, well, that's going to save the world. But you have to burn coal in power plants to make power for these things. Still, right, it's about, it's similar to the uh, ancient practice of uh, buying forgiveness, buying indulgences. So you, as, as a Catholic hundreds of years ago, and up to recent times even, you could buy an indulgence. In other words, you can make a donation to the church. The local priest would forgive you of your sin, and you would go about your way. You could go, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do some sinning because I just bought myself a free pass. Uh, really, it's, it's, that's, <laughs> you have to be a fool that you can buy, uh, absolution or, or, you know, getting your way out of sins. It's, it's incredible and, and kind of comical and also uh, distasteful, uh, to have this, this interesting idea that you could buy your way out. Um, it's incredible. Anyways, just, just something that crossed my mind there. These people think that if they buy an electric vehicle, um, they're showing the world how good they are and therefore, um, you know, absolved of their sins of polluting with carbon when, in fact, they're still polluting with carbon. They're still sinning. That was my point in all of that. Geez, only took me an hour to get there. Uh, anyway, speaking of hour, we're at the hour. Let's wrap up what we have left. 
and then I'm going to leave you. <laughs> I'm going to leave you uh, until I do my reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas. There will be no Sunday Night Live because that will be Christmas night. Not Christmas Eve, but Christmas night. I think, though, that I will do the next zoo on Monday. It'll be a Monday Night Live, and I would like to invite everyone to join me there. We will be on the BC channel. It will be at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, Uman says, I'm stuck in the MCC with three angry beavers. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You are. Um. <laughs> you mind if, if I jump in real quick? <laughs> oh, crap. See, I got, I don't I got know. one, two, and, and three angry beavers. <laughs> She's angry. Well, I got a Christmas so beaver. Check out this ugly sweater. <laughs> that is, that is a, that had so much wool on this beaver that he knitted a sweater with it. <laughs> that is a woolly beaver. Folks, that is Nikki with Uman. And uh, as usual, they've got me locked in the basement. <laughs> yeah, we, Anyways, we I want to I wish Christmas. everyone a, a very Merry Christmas. Yeah, I just wanted to come out and uh, wish everybody a very Merry Christmas as well. And personally, thank Bonnie Blue for the hilarious, wonderful sweaters. Awesome sweaters. But they just weren't ugly enough. Because we lost to that kind of light in the loafers guy with the dick sweater. <laughs> yeah, he had, yeah. That I was, voted for him already. You, <laughs> Traitor. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of him as ugly sweaters till I heard they were having an ugly sweater contest. Uman uh, and I and Nikki and others were at um, a, a biker bar extraordinaire. It's more like the Disneyland of biker bars. Yeah, right. <laughs> Except there were no children being exploited. Hey, Santa had a cool chopper. Santa did have a cool chopper. I, I, I'm wondering what to do with those pictures uh, I have. He had a nice it, it, lap, too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I had a great time with you two last night. Just that kidney stone was kicking my ass. Yeah. I mean, literally, and then just exhausted. I, I think I, I mean, I was so exhausted. I slept forever. Un unbelievable. And I'm still exhausted, but had a great time. So I'm going to, I'm going to check out here. I'm going to wish you a good night. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Oliver. And Merry Christmas to you all as well. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah. <laughs>